T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 971 FM Talk Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with producer Carl Middleman. Hello. And my partner Bo Matthews. Bo. Present. Yes. How's it going, my friend? I'm good. How are you, man? Doing good. Doing good. We got to continue this uh, cameo discussion. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that in the podcast exclusive today. <laughs> Carl and I are trying to convince Bo to start a uh, cameo account so people can hire Bo to say anything. Greeting videos in that deep Bo Matthews voice. The dulcet tones. Dance monkey. Yes. Dance monkey. Dance. <laughs> dance. And for 100 no, bucks and, a piece? Yeah. What's crazy is, uh, so when I found Cameo, and a lot of people may not know what it is, but Cameo.com is a, is a website with uh, A, B, C, D, F, uh, E, F, uh, list, uh, uh, celebrities, <laughs> and you can get them, you can get Andrew Dice Clay to do a personal message for you. Now, it's going to cost you, but it's it's just so funny that yeah. these, you know, has-beens, if you will, uh, Debbie Gibson's on there, and she sings a little bit to you, uh, Frenchie from Greece, Dee Dee Khan. Dee Dee Khan. She's... She, and, and it's adorable. She's like, hey, it's Didi Khan, old Frenchie here from Greece. You know, it's like, wow, to be known for one thing. And it probably, did you guys start this conversation? Because I walked in off the air in the <laughs> middle of it. Did you start with the Smokey Robinson? Is that what started this? No. Oh. No. He was just, he was in down the rabbit hole already. Oh, okay. Well, we'll talk about Smokey a little bit later on. Uh, okay, in the meantime. Uh, we know people that are on Listeners, it. yeah. Listeners can go and... Uh, uh, Google Smokey Robinson's cameo appearance this week that has made such big news. I figured that's oh. why you guys were talking about it. We'll revisit that later, though. Right now, let's start the show because we this have a is show indeed do. Second Amendment Radio <laughs> and the Great Outdoors. We're already three minutes into it. Yes. Joining us on the phone as we get started is our good friend Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, who starts every show with us. Aaron, how's it going, buddy? Great. How are you guys? I am doing okay. You should also start a cameo. <laughs> yeah. You can... Tony. Yes. You're the one with the whole brood that you need to put shoes on. My goodness, you should be doing it. Yeah, nobody's going to hire me to do anything, though. That's the thing. See, you've got the voice. Aaron's got knowledge, actual knowledge. I've got nothing. So <laughs> Don't say that. We need... <laughs> Let's have a little pep talk here, Tony. You are Tony freaking Columbo. Uh, okay. Well, that's all right. That's all <laughs> that right. didn't help, did it? <laughs> <laughs> no. So uh, another crazy week, and we have the last few weeks, and I've been getting a lot of positive feedback on this. Uh, we have spent the last few weeks with Aaron kind of going through Joe Biden's website, Joe Biden's 
uh, the Biden plan to end our gun violence epidemic. All of these policies that he has listed that he wants to put into place uh, when he becomes president. And so Aaron, like I said, is the man with all the knowledge. And so we have been um, reading these policies out loud and sort of discussing them here on the show for the last few weeks. And even though we're like three or four weeks into this thing now, we're nowhere near the end of this website. I don't know how many more weeks we're going to do this, but I find it very fascinating and very interesting. And I know a lot of listeners do, too, because, like I said, I have gotten um, a lot of feedback on them. So if it's OK with everyone, I want to continue this do discussion and, uh, and and continue to go down the Biden-Harris website um, and read these policies that they have that they plan on putting in place when when they take over. Um, I want to. There's a lot of there's a lot of things in here that reference things like the gun show loophole, um, or you know, uh, they want to close the the loopholes that that people use to get around the the federal background check system and some of these terms and some of these things I had never even um, heard of. So here's another one I want to get uh, Aaron's thoughts on real quick. It is. Uh, close other loopholes in the federal background check system in addition to closing the boyfriend loophole. Do you know what that means, Aaron? What is the boyfriend loophole? I've never even heard of that. Have you? Yeah, I'm thinking they're referring to straw purchases. Okay. Can you explain Uh, that? So, yeah, straw purchase is when uh, somebody comes in and buys a firearm with the intent on giving it to someone else. So last uh, week we talked a little bit about, like, if you want to try to, it, like, it's Christmas time, so people buying a, a, a gun for a Christmas present, is that a straw purchase then? So it, that depends. Okay. So, like, uh, if I buy my wife a gun or my wife buys me a gun for Christmas, uh, we cohabitate. So everything that I have access to, she has access to. Uh, it's called marital property, right? So I buy a gun, and we go through a divorce. Uh, you know, they're going to appraise what all the guns value at, and then they're going to divide them up equally. And if there's any d- disparity or uh, any difference between them, then, you know, I'm going to have to pay my wife money or she's going to pay me money, right? We're not really going to exchange dollar bills, but it'll be, you know, decided on uh, that when they when they dissolve the marriage. And so uh, we get a lot of that. Um, you know, where you get dad or mom coming in, buying first rifle or handgun for their son or daughter. Uh, you know, grandparents can do this, uh, you know, where they grandfather comes in and gets, you know, grandson's first rifle. Um, and this is, this is a thing, right? I mean, this is guns, guns are gifted. So, Really, what a the shotgun that I have was my grand was my grandpa's deer hunting shotgun. It was one of the one of my most prized possessions. That was it was very important to him, and it's bow what I shot with when we went to the Joshua Chamberlain Society event the other day. Yeah. So yeah, I think that yeah. kind of thing happens all the time. I know it also happens with handguns, and I know that's a whole different story. But yeah, I, I my the shotgun that I use all the time is my grandpa's old shotgun. It's a beautiful gun. It's like I said, it's one of my favorite possessions on earth um it's priceless but I got it. what are you yeah, what are you gonna charge them it. if they say we want to buy it back yeah but i got what it are you gifted. gonna tell them right i got it gifted to me it wasn't something that yeah. you know that i went out and purchased so uh, just right. just so, illustrating that aaron go ahead when, when, we're, when we're talking really about like the straw purchase and the, the purest of forms uh it's you know i'm gonna buy a gun and and give it to 
you, Tony, because you're not eligible to buy a gun. And really the eligibility isn't even a uh, question. It's me buying it and giving it to you um, and you not doing the background check. That's really a straw purchase. A lot of times when we catch it, it's because uh, the individual is, you know, not uh, the individual is really going to get it is, is disqualified. So, you know, there are signs. I'm not going to really discuss what those are uh, that indicate to us that it's a straw purchase. And uh, we just refuse the sale, right? Because it is, if we recognize it as a potential straw purchase, we are not to complete the sale. So rule of thumb on there, like ATF says, uh, if I've had a gun in my possession as a dealer, uh, a gun in my possession for less than a year, if I want to give it to somebody else, they have to do a background check. And so that's just a good rule of thumb, you know, that the ATF has come up with for dealers that you should implement, too, if you're going to be, you know, buying, selling, trading guns, uh, you know, if you had it for less than a year, then you need to come in to Southern Armory and have us do a transfer. We get both parties involved. We run a background check on the new party that's going to be taking the possession of it, uh, et cetera. Now, I recommend it to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're selling a gun uh, to somebody else, get a background check on them. It's just good to show that you were proactive uh, in doing this. So uh, that's basically what I guess they're referring to about the the boyfriend loophole is the, the girlfriend is going to go buy the gun uh, for them. Uh, but, I mean, it could be a coworker, it could be a cousin. You know, it could really be anybody doing a straw purchase. Uh, it could be you know, just I'm, a I'm, off the street. I'm, I'm, I'm in the Joe Biden uh, gun safety rabbit hole now on the website. <laughs> and really the first sentence, I, I don't know if it's true and I don't know how to verify it. It says Joe Biden knows that gun violence is a public health epidemic. Almost 40,000 people die as a result of firearm injuries every year in the United States. Is that is that accurate? I don't even know. No, it's not even close. Right? Yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't know. Fake news. Fake news. Um, so, so I think I think the red flag laws. I think uh, is what worries me most about what this plan is that he wants to put into place. Yeah, that's a good uh, one. Because we we heard though, you know, we heard that Tony, you brought it up a few months ago on this show. And it's really, it could be just a grudge with a neighbor. It could be a grudge with an ex or something like that. And they want to ramp that up as to an opportunity for, you know, somebody that wants to get in your business to call the police, say, they've got too many guns. Yeah, at the you beginning know? of the year, I was we were on this show obsessed with red flag laws. I mean, it was something that we were really trying to get the word out about and make sure people understood what they were and how dangerous they could be. But it's been a while since we've discussed red flags uh, yeah, red flag it, laws. It, it, Can you explain it, those, Aaron, for people that uh, yeah. don't don't know what it is? So actually, I think you could probably go back to like the first year we did this. Uh, I want to say like December maybe was the first first time we discussed this. It's been you know a few years, but this has been an ongoing topic where red flag law uh, kind of popped up after I believe it was the Lakeland shooting. There's all these you know red flags that you know somebody should have called the police and reported him. Uh, as a danger, and then it actually turned out that the the family had done this, but the police were saying that you know they couldn't really do anything. There was no laws in the book, and so red flag law now is you know hey I think uh, Joe Blow with those guns is dangerous, and you need to go uh, get his guns right, um, and 
So the police show up. Uh, they, well, they get a they get a warrant. You don't even know this is happening, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Blow is completely clueless. This is going on, and uh, the police go and get a warrant. Right? It's very one sided, and then the cops come and get your guns, and uh, they take them, and then you got to go to court and basically prove that uh, you are, uh, you know, not a danger, right? So American uh, judicial, um, you know. The normal, the way that our normal way of the judiciary working is, you're innocent until proven guilty. Well, this is the complete opposite. You're guilty until you are uh, proving yourself uh, innocent. In this case, you know, not not a danger, right? So it's it's weird how this is going to work in our society. And there are states that have passed this, and uh, right down to you know, family members having a disagreement politically. And that family member goes, I'm going to teach them a lesson. And then the cops come and uh, shots get fired. People die. And then the family members on TV saying, well, I just want to teach them a lesson. I don't want the cops to kill them. And it's like, what did you think was going to happen? Mm-hmm. Right. You, you, you call the police. You have them show up at somebody's house at like three or four in the morning. He answers the door. They fire him because it is three or four in the freaking morning. And, uh, you know, we seasons the police, he puts the gun down. And then when they say, we're here to take all your guns, he's like, not happening, you know. Um, and then uh, they ended up shooting and killing. This was in West Virginia, I believe, or Maryland. I think it was in New York. I think it was in okay. New York. Yeah, it was, yeah, a, it was a Thanksgiving was... argument uh, last yep. year. Yep. Yeah, Can I remind a, you guys was... of a conversation that happened in 2013 with President-elect Joe Biden in a Facebook chat, he said, I said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony here, walk out and put that double barrel shotgun yeah. and fire two blasts outside the house. And that'll and that'll yeah. take care of everything. Yep. He says you don't need an AR. Right, right. Yeah, yeah this Let is me. yeah, it doesn't sound like the same guy, does it? Yeah. Uh well double double barrel shotgun shooting two blasts in the air is probably a good way to go to jail. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Uh, so yeah, exactly. You know. You, that's not going to fly. Uh, those are called warning shots. And there was a lady in Florida who gave a warning shot. Yeah, remember she that? Got convicted of a of a felony and sat in jail for like five or seven years or something ridiculous until the governor finally pardoned her. Yeah, she thought and, she thought I would rather fire a warning shot and not kill somebody or possibly yeah, kill somebody and, yeah. and 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 does and resolve the situation that way, but. That was actually not. I remember we had a whole long discussion about that. Yeah. That you, you, the the warning shot thing is is not something you can do. That's yeah. that's Hollywood. There was a there was a business owner out in uh, Creve Corps that, if you don't remember, about oh gosh, five six years ago, had somebody steal something from his store. He ran out after him and shot in the air, and then shot at him and hit a couple of cars. And the the culprits or the the suspects got away, and they ended up crashed on Highway 40, and they were arrested. But uh, that that's like that's Hollywood. That's Tom Cruise movie. Boom, right. boom, boom in the right. air. What right. the, what is that? Bullets but go anyway. somewhere when you shoot them. <laughs> exactly. Aaron, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. we've got to wrap up the segment here in a moment. But before we do, I want to talk about Southern Armory a little bit. What's happening out at the store? Yeah, I mean, tons of guns coming in, uh, ARs, ammo, a lot of high capacity magazines. Uh, we even have some. Uh, arm braces in stock. The DOJ is supposedly going to be releasing a letter 
uh, declaring those, you know, illegal, like just like the freaking bump stocks. Uh, there's a ton of those out. Uh, that is a, a normal accessory that gets sold that has a lot of practical applicability or practical applications. Um, so, you know, we're going to kind of watch and see what happens there. But we do have those in stock as well. You can swing by and uh, see us. Special orders are always welcome. And uh, got some suppressors coming in. I mean, it's just, you know, right now with the way we've set up our supply chain, things are pretty good. Uh, so come in and see us. Uh, we get a lot of people coming in the shop now going, you've got a lot of guns. <laughs> we went other places and they don't have guns. And mm-hmm. it's like, welcome. You know, been <laughs> right. working hard. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, that, that's it. So come in and see us. Uh, we're located one mile east of 274044 at 9901 Watson Road. And you can find us on Facebook at Southern Armory. And then we've got the, the podcast that goes over the news, the Second Amendment News Podcast. And of course, SouthernArmory.com. SouthernArmory.com. That's SouthernArmory.com. And that is the great Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. Aaron, always appreciate the knowledge and insight, my friend. Uh, we'll talk to you same time next week. All right. Looking forward to it, guys. Yes, absolutely. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with more Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Don't go anywhere. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's not too late to get the Razorback Armory if you have somebody on your shopping list that supports our Second Amendment. Well, we encourage you to go to the Razorback Armory store. Uh, go to their website if you want to. Uh, look around there, but then get over to the store in De Pair on Manchester Road, just a half a mile east of 270. Stop in. Jesse, Brad, and Kenny do a fantastic job. Uh, maybe you know your, uh, you know, the loved one that you are shopping for just wants a specialized flashlight for their firearm, or they want uh, optics for it, or just go in and get a gift certificate. Let them do the shop. Yeah, let them do the work. That's also another way to do it. If you are shopping for a firearm for yourself, because, you know, my wife and I have a deal that I can buy myself one Christmas gift and she does the same. And uh, if that just happens to be something for Razorback Armory, all the better. RazorbackArmory.com. When you go in, tell them you want your full service delivered, and they'll do they'll do just that. Tell them both that you to Razorback Armory. I love this song. All right. Hello. <laughs> 
Hello, everyone. Is that Mannheim Steamroller? No, no it's, it's Trans-Siberian Orchestra. TSO. TSO. Another casualty of COVID. That song is so cool. Yeah, you're right. Another casualty of COVID. That is correct. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with producer Carl Middleman. Pew, pew. And my partner, Bo Matthews. (laughs) In a few minutes, we are going to talk to our friend Tim Shelsvik from Drury Outdoors and the Thinking Woodsman podcast. It is the first ever elk archery season in the state of Missouri right now which I think is super cool. We had the first ever rifle season for elk in the state of Missouri a few weeks ago. And uh, I wanted to talk to Tim about that, see how that has been going. Why um, is that? Have they migrated elk here? numbers have finally gotten back to a strong enough number that they w- can do a very limited hunting season. Oh, there was a moratorium. There was a pr- there yeah, uh, this is a great conversation for Tim. So, <laughs> so I, I don't want to me- well no, I just don't want to mess it up. All I right. believe that there was a big uh, like um elk were hunted to nearly the point of extinction uh, about mm-hmm. 100 years ago. I guess for their antlers or so, something. So Teddy obviously. Roosevelt said no more. And so yeah, so but we have done such a great job of rehabilitating the elk population mm-hmm. that we are able to do that. Uh, they're also talking about installing a, a bear season. What in Missouri? Wow. So I wow. wonder if if the success of the elk season and how it went I- I- implementing this new hunting season in the state. If that will have some influence on whether or not they decide to move forward with a bear season, maybe next year or in the wow. coming years. So that is exactly what we are going to All talk right. to Tim Shelsvik about. So uh, it's a tease. It's keep a tease. it here for that. I think that Tim is also going to stick around for the podcast exclusive. He is. Just want to remind folks that we put out two podcasts of this show every week. We put out the show podcast. And that comes out on Friday, so you actually can take the show with you through the weekend before it even airs. And then on Monday, we release the podcast exclusive, which is exactly that. It's an exclusive discussion that you can only get there on the podcast. And we, This week about Cameo. Yeah, sometimes we <laughs> stick, to the, uh, stick to the script and talk about uh, Second Amendment and the great outdoors, and sometimes we don't. Sometimes we talk about other things. And I know one of the things we're going to talk about this week has nothing to do with the Second Amendment or the great outdoors. Well, it's it cameo. It could. Um, but, uh, yeah, but maybe we'll do some more. Um, if you haven't yet, if you're going to download that podcast, make sure you watch that Smokey Robinson video, um, which uh, which I thought was started the whole cameo conversation, but it didn't. But that's why cameo has been in the news so much this week. Uh, well, can are, you describe what the Smokey Robinson video is? Because I, I don't to see it. No, I want you to be completely surprised by it. We'll we'll play it for everybody in the in the podcast this week. So is the audio great or is it the just, audio is, is great? It, the audio but is the, great. The video doesn't have anything to do with it, or what? I mean, the video you don't need the you don't need the video. The audio Carl, Carl, is all you need. It. I'm getting it. He's getting it. He's getting it. <laughs> so we'll we will we will definitely talk about that. I uh, want to remind folks about my friends out at Bluff City Outdoors in Alton. They are open year-round. And uh, if you are going to be doing some cold-weather fishing here anytime soon or you just want to buy some stocking stuffers for a, uh, a fisherman uh, in your family or for you just want to buy some stocking stuffers for yourself, there's no better place to do so than Bluff City Outdoors in Alton, about a mile away from Fast Eddie's over there. Like I said, they are open year-round, and they have you covered for all of your fishing needs. You can learn more 
at bluffcityoutdoors.com. Uh, I wanted to, while we had a chance here, just to talk amongst ourselves, uh, I wanted to read a couple of news stories, Bo, and just get your reaction to them. Um, So these are law and order related stories, both of them. Uh, First, there's a new program in Seattle that gives a pass to first time criminals and charges taxpayers for their crimes instead of the criminal. Um, So here's an example. Uh, Recently, a business uh, was broken into in Seattle. The criminals ransacked the business and stole products from inside of it. Um, Since the criminals were being charged with their first felony and it was a nonviolent crime because there was nobody there, they broke in in the middle of the night, so... Um, you know, there was no interaction with people. It was considered a nonviolent crime, even though they destroyed this this business and stole a bunch of stuff from it. Uh, these guys are eligible for this new program, this restorative justice program is what they call it, which gives them a chance to not receive jail time and not be held financially accountable. They the the taxpayers. So the victims still need to be paid back somehow, which normally you charge the criminals. You did this much damage. You did that. You know, you owe these people this much money instead of instead of exactly. But instead of the retribution being the responsibility, the the responsibility of the criminal, it will be the responsibility of the taxpayers. So the taxpayers will pay for the crime, not the criminal. And if it's your first time, if it's your first offense, you could probably dodge any jail time. What do you think of that? Well, in 2020, <laughs> it makes perfect sense. It, is it? I mean, I we. Dude, what are the? What, we're literally what benefiting. We're literally benefiting criminals at this point, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And and in this year, we have heard so many things that has just like our jaws fall to the ground. Just the fact that Portland was taken over, Seattle was taken. In in America, this is happening. And you know what? This makes perfect sense with with the various lawmakers we have. It, it nothing shocks me anymore. I, and I say that, and something's going to happen, and, and, and I'm going to be shocked. You watch. <laughs> well, it just. You can't you can't convince me that that will make things safer and or better by saying because what they say is, well, it's easier for the victims. The victims uh, many times aren't completely uh, paid back because the criminal doesn't have the ability to do so or whatever. So this way, the, the, the victims will get paid back completely and quicker. I understand that. And that and, and if you want to talk about a way to make victims of crime whole faster than I'm listening because I believe that that is something that needs to happen. That's how it's supposed to work. But it doesn't exactly, I have an, I have But it doesn't idea. need to be it doesn't need to be the full responsibility of the law-abiding taxpayers. I so, have an idea. Yes. I'm if you're 25 years old and you live in your mom's basement and you commit this crime, your parents should be the ones that are paying the retribution ah. solely because they failed at raising you correctly hmm. to respect other people's property. So many people should have had a spanking when they were three years old, like I did, and I pretty much walk a legal path. I'm just saying. But there's got to be some responsibility. It's kind of like in the military. When one person in basic training screws up, the entire platoon has to yeah. do the, the 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, we've all seen we've all seen stripes. We've all seen a uh, full metal jacket when the 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 uh, you know, your parents don't raise you right. Well, then guess what? Your fellow soldiers are going to straighten your butt out and they're going to do it quickly and effectively. So yeah. if there, if there's some kind of lean that can be put on the house of the house they live in, if it's a parent, I'm saying, hmm. That would be my idea. So that's happening in Seattle, but maybe in Minneapolis they are actually starting to realize that maybe these type of programs are not uh, the way to go. Minneapolis lawmakers are now distancing themselves from the defund the police movement after eight hundred or eight million dollars in budget cuts to the police force has created what more crime. So what? now all these lawmakers Shocker. that put this this policy in place are walking it back and saying that maybe they weren't as, uh, that they didn't support defund or dismantle the police, although there's plenty of record of them uh, saying that they do support those things. But now that crime is on the rise in in that city, um, a lot of these lawmakers are walking it back. So it's unfortunate. I mean, you know, people like Sheriff Marshak and, and others that we've had on this show over, throughout the year have talked about how dangerous it is to put a lot of these um, defund the police programs into place. Right. And now, you know, it's starting to happen. For example, so violent crimes in Minneapolis uh, have risen with uh, over 5,200 violent crimes reported so far this year compared to just about 4,100 uh, logged in the same period in 2019. There have been 78 people murdered in that uh, city this year compared to 45 last year. So the numbers are staggeringly uh, um, increasing in Minneapolis since the defund the police idea has been put forward there. So it's very sad that so many people have had to suffer, but it's exactly what many of us said would happen. So, Reaping you know, what they sowing. Yeah. That's here, a- <laughs> here's the here's the scary part. You know, Hollywood propaganda has been out there for decades and decades. You know, feeding us ideas, and we see these things. It just feels like the purge. The yeah. pur the idea of the purge is, you know, any crime you want to commit will not be uh, you will not be charged. It, it sounds just like that. Right. And do here we, it is a reality in some towns. It's we got crazy. We got to go to break. But did we correct this on the air? Or we, did we, only- we did not. We did not. According to the CDC. Last segment, we talked about Joe Biden's website saying 40,000 victims of firearms in the last year. And uh, we weren't sure that that number was true. But according to the CDC website in 2017, uh, 39,773 people died from firearm related injuries in the United States. So it appears that number is correct. Uh, Just wanted to. Thank you for that. Yeah. Correct the record there. All right. We got to take a quick break when we get back. Tim Shelsvik from Jury Outdoors and the Thinking Woodsman podcast joins us. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. So as I hope you heard me mention in that last segment, if you need to fill the stocking of a fisherman in your family this Christmas or you just want to treat yourself uh, and fill your own stocking with some great stuff, make sure you go out and see my friends at Bluff City Outdoors in Alton. Bluff City is open year-round. I think they only close on 
Christmas, New Year's, and Thanksgiving, if I'm not mistaken. So they are there for you. Uh, it's not too late to go fishing. I was just fishing last weekend. Uh, still a great time to get out there. As Mike Marfell always says, it's fishing season till the water's hard, and it's not frozen yet, so it's uh, not too late to get out there. And uh, stock up at Bluff City Outdoors. If you need anything for your tackle box, they have you covered. They're about a mile away from Fast Eddie's in Alton, and you can check them out on the web at bluffcityoutdoors.com. If you're going fishing, check them out, bluffcityoutdoors.com. Hello and welcome back to Second Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with producer Carl Middleman. Hello. And my partner, Bo Matthews. As I mentioned, uh, we are going to speak with our friend Tim Shelsvik from Drury Outdoors and the Thinking Woodsman podcast in just a moment. And Tim is sticking around for the podcast exclusive this week, so you make sure you check that out. Uh, both podcasts go just about everywhere that you can get podcasts, Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. But uh, I recommend that you check out the Radio.com app for so many reasons. You can stream the station 24-7 on Radio.com. You can rewind live radio on Radio.com. And you can download the podcast of this and every other show on the station. Just get the Radio.com app, favorite the radio station, and then you have access to all of it. Uh, I need to correct myself. I mentioned earlier in the program that we were going to talk to Tim about elk season, and I had said that the <laughs> firearm, the first ever firearms season for uh, uh, elk in Missouri was a few weeks ago, and this week was the first ever uh, bow season, archery season for elk in the state. But I, there, that's flipped. Archery season was a few weeks ago. This right now is the firearms season. And I uh, wanted to get Tim on to talk about that and uh, other things regarding the great outdoors. Of course, anytime we talk about the great outdoors here on the show, it's brought to you by Razorback Armory. They are your full-service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts. Think of them for Christmas shopping. They're on Manchester Road just east of 270, and you can find them online at RazorbackArmory.com. Tell them Bo sent you to Razorback Armory. Mm -hmm. And Tim Shelsvik joins us now. Tim, what's going on, dude? Uh, not a whole lot. How about you guys? I cannot complain. I have so, a question about elk hunting. Yeah, fire away. No, no <laughs> pun intended. So was this, uh, why was there a moratorium on elk hunting 100 years ago? Well, elk um, were hunted pretty much to extinction in Missouri there at the late 1800s. And so there just were no elk uh, to, to hunt. And, uh, and the few that were remained were just not a sustainable population. So they shut down hunting. And, uh, and that's, I think, back in 2013 is when this uh, reintroduction program started through an effort between Missouri Department of Conservation, Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, and I think the Tennessee uh, and Kentucky Departments of Conservation. And so that's that's why we're here today. So, Tim, I know it's super limited on the amount of tags anybody can get in the state of Missouri. Uh, we had the archery season for elk a few weeks ago. Um, it, correct yep. me if I'm those it, guys it, got blanked. They, I was going to say, I didn't think anybody got one. <laughs> So mm -hmm. far, depending on when you're listening to this, as we record it, there's still a few days left in the firearm season. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, it may be over or One just about left. to be over. Um, as we as we record this, how has the firearm season gone? 
Well, four out of the five guys that had tags have uh, have tagged out. Oh, so cool. that's those are pretty good odds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And some of them were were some pretty big ones too. Got one was a six by six, or one was a six by seven uh, down, uh, on public land in Shannon County back on the 16th. So I guess yesterday, the 16th. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that was if you're that really one guy, outfit. if you're the guy, the <laughs> one guy left that has an empty tag, how much pressure are you feeling right now? <laughs> Probably quite a bit. Because well, he might've got one and just said, and he got his limit. What is the right. limit? One? Yeah. I think there's only yeah. five tags mm-hmm. total. Wow. Yeah. Five, five total tags, five individual hunters out of over 19,000, people who registered to in the drawing to try to get one of these five tags so each one of those people kicked in 10 bucks it was 10 bucks just to apply so that's a good (laughs) chunk of money to the department of conservation just you know for for people that's great trying it's like getting one of those Um, cars at an auction where everybody puts in a hundred bucks that's right that's right um so the guy bill clark of van buren missouri is the guy that has not tagged out yet and he (laughs) I'm not doxing this guy because this is all information sounds, that's publicly like available it. on the Department of Conservation's <laughs> website. Um, he is the only guy that had a resident landowner tag. So there were four regular tags given and then one resident landowner tag. And this guy is able to hunt his own property. Uh, he is not tagged out yet. So it's interesting. He's hunting private ground, but he's not tagged out yet. Hmm. So since you're the guy, we, we've got to ask the question, the migratory aspects of these animals moving in, I mean, how, how long have you guys been keeping an eye on it? And when you, you know, when the Missouri Conservation Department said, okay, now we need to do something about it. Well, the elk don't really move a whole lot um, here in our in our climate. Uh, they, they do have winter ranges and summer ranges out west when, when you're dealing with elevation. Um but here in Missouri, they they really don't migrate a whole lot. They pretty much stick to where there's food and cover and water, and they've got all that stuff down in the Current River corridor, uh, down wow. in southern Missouri where they initially started stocking them. So they they're not moving a whole lot. But but as as the herd continues to grow, and I don't remember what the herd numbers are exactly, but as the herd continues to grow, you could expect to see them start to inch out of that part of the, the of Missouri and probably move north. Tim. Okay, Tim, real Go quick. Uh, so so these animals were moved here from the West? No, they're moved here from uh, Kentucky and Tennessee. Oh, okay. I thought you said, well, okay, so you use the word stocking, like I would stock my pond, which I need to do, obviously, but that's another whole other Oprah. Um, but, heard so they did move stolen. them here. <laughs> they, they, did, they did move them here, though, to yeah. try and multiply. <laughs> Yeah, and I I, I want to say like it was originally a herd of fifty that they brought over from Tennessee and Kentucky, uh, and uh, and they've added a they added a few more, but but most of the elk that we have in Missouri now, as far as I understand, are elk that were born here. That's great. Gotcha. That's okay. great. Yeah, I, I I I'm so glad that this has been so successful, and um, I want to talk to you more. Unfortunately, we're just about out of time on the show. We'll we'll pick this back up in the podcast exclusive. But uh, um, I want to know how successful the Missouri Department of Conservation has considered this season and if they've announced any plans about expanding the elk season into next year. So we'll have that discussion uh, along with the very important cameo discussion that we're going to have in the uh, podcast exclusive. (laughs) It's so important. Tim, only about a minute to go. Tell people how they can watch you on the 100% Wild uh, podcast with Drury Outdoors, Thinking Woodsman podcast. 
all of that good stuff. Uh, so anywhere podcasts are found, you can search for Drury Outdoors 100% Wild Podcast and The Thinking Woodsman Show. Find both my shows there. Uh, the best place to get all of our content, Drury Outdoors, is DeerCast. DeerCast.com on your yes. computer or just get the DeerCast app on your smartphone and you got everything at your fingertips. Yeah, absolutely. How much more – is there much more hunting season left this year as far as – Yeah, uh, our archery well, whitetails goes through uh, January 15th. And then small game, I think squirrels close on February 15-ish. Um, so th- there's still a little more hunting people can do. I mean, you uh, but, can't but just kill squirrels anytime you that, want? That deer cast nope. app, the deer cast app, if you're going to be hunting, uh, <laughs> is a must. It is an absolutely incredible uh, uh, piece of, uh, I, I guess, an assistance that you can uh, take with you when you are hunting. Make sure that you get that if you're going to be enjoying the great outdoors. The DeerCast app is awesome. All right, we got to wrap up this week's show. We'll be back here next week for another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. For Carl Middleman and Bo Matthews, I'm Tony Colombo. Happy holidays, and we'll see you next week. Merry Christmas. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.